0: Welcome once again to 720 and 720 as uh, John Schulman we're going to do something a little different for this uh, episode uh, we are getting ready for postseason play uh, we did a kind of a preseason tips and uh, really what I want to do is some like some postseason tips uh, because I think postseason basketball is really completely different uh, then regular season, then early season, because it's do or die. Uh, we did have some success when I was uh, a head coach in college with postseason play. Um, first year, we went to the NCAA tournament, won three games in the tournament. The second year, we got back to the championship game. Um, th- the keys on postseason success are really, I think, very different than – in the middle of the season, and preseason. So as everybody is is kind of gearing up and hitting their tournaments, I know Alabama's getting ready to start high school tournaments, Tennessee here in a little bit, whether it be in high school, whether it be in college, I think they're all pretty similar. So I've got a, I've got a bunch of keys. We're going to run through them real quick. It's not going to be a long podcast, but hopefully a very helpful podcast for coaches as you go into this part of the season. Uh, number one, I think, is mental health. You've gone through, in college, gracious day. In college, you don't have summers anymore. Summers, you're practicing. Uh, Fall, you're practicing. August, you're going hard. You're going hard all the time. It is February, and you're getting ready to head towards March. And I will promise you, you are fatigued, and I will promise you even more, your players are fatigued. They are exhausted. Um, I think that the teams that have the most energy have the most – Legs, the freshest legs, the best mental health are the teams that win at the end. Uh, I was in the Southern Conference for many years, and I would literally go, in college, you're also fighting one other thing. And you think I'm crazy. You're fighting spring break. So if you, I think kids are ready to go on spring break but you're getting ready to play in the NCAA tournament or the the Southern Conference tournament. I, I think some kids are ready to be done with the season and ready to go on spring break. And so I would go into a Southern Conference tournament thinking there, there may be four to five teams out of the 12 teams that can really go win it. Some teams are done with the season and it sounds silly to say, but their mental health is so bad that they're ready to be done playing. So, I think you've got to work on your mental health. You've got to be happy and hugging. You've got to have fun days. Spend some days um, playing wiffle ball. Spend some days going bowling. Spend some days not practicing. Going to eat as a, as a team. Taking two days off in February is not a bad thing. Get your legs back under you. Get your mental health back under you. You're tired. You're fatigued. You're back in the, uh, in the deal with your second semester academically. Take some days off. Get your brain fresh, get your mind fresh, and get your legs fresh. Now, I said about the spring break with college basketball. You're kind of fighting that. In high school basketball, some of these guys have played football, and then you go straight to basketball, and then they're ready to go into track or they're ready to go into baseball. Let's say you've got some baseball players playing basketball. If you don't keep it fun... They're ready to be done with the season. They're ready to move on to the baseball season. So I think you have to keep it fun. I don't care what level you are. I think you have to keep it fun. I think you have to keep it entertaining. And, uh, or they're going to get tired of it and be bored, and their mental health is going to be poor. Number two thing, new concepts. Um, you've, you've jumped to the ball now for four months. You have boxed out for four months. You have to continue that. But I think you better keep practice fresh and exciting. And I think you could put in some new concepts. I think you could put in a, a box in one, a triangle in two, uh, put in a one-three-one extended, put in a new zone, put in a new twist offensively or defensively that other people haven't seen you do. It gives your kids confidence thinking that you're going to trick somebody, uh, and it also keeps them interested in practice. And then you can throw in the second half of a, of a game in, in a tournament play, a box in one, triangle two, some kind of D or some kind of O that they haven't seen and they cannot prepare for. Uh, it helps your confidence. Um, I, I really am a firm believer on playing very solid man and also some zone in tournament play. Uh, keeping people off the foul line why do or die games and one and done games and lose or go home games you get tight coaches are tight players are tight you can't make shots scores are, scores are lower uh, if you'll if you'll work on defending and unique different things even some zone I, I think it bothers people in tournament play uh, number three getting back to to having fun in practice Doing different things. Let them scrimmage for a day and let them coach themselves. You as a coach officiate the scrimmage. Or play situational games. Uh, or just, them play kickball or wiffle ball. Take them bowling. Take them to a movie. Uh, put them in their practice gear and act like you're going to kill them. And then divide up and, and, and play dodgeball uh, or play wiffle ball. They need a break at the end of the year. They've gone through the grind. And if they're fatigued mentally and fatigued with physically, then you got no prayer. You got no shot, no prayer in tournament time. And just to be honest, I don't care if you struggled early. People remember what you did late in the season more than they, they remember what you do early. All right. So, so remember, finish strong. And how you finish strong is you got to have energy and you got to have a good frame of mind and a good mental health. Number four, try to steal a bucket, uh, a new under OB play, a new side OB play. You never know; those games at the end of the game are going to come down to they're going to come down to a play here and a play there, uh, a box out on a foul line. We'll go back and review. I, I told our teams at Chattanooga that that more games and more tournament games are won and lost on a missed box out on a daggum free throw. And it's true. You sit there and watch it and watch it. If you will box out on a free throw or you will get aggressive offensively and work on crossing on the foul line or stunning on the foul line, those little plays, an under OB play that you haven't used all year long or a side OB play that you've been doing the same thing the entire year, if you'll change up and you'll try to get a bucket here or a bucket there, I'm telling you, that's the difference in winning and losing in tournament play at the end of the year. Um, review under OB defense. Don't give up if that daggum help defender. If you're playing man, if he's supposed to be under the bucket or or wherever you play, make sure that you're reviewing under OB so you don't give up something easy under OB because you will have regrets about that. So so clean it up under OB. Um, under obo under obd clean up your box outs on your free throws and clean up your crossing or your stunning on the foul line a new set one new set offensively versus man a new set offensively versus zone when you got to have a bread and butter play have a new have something new in there it besides being effective in a game it also gives your kids confidence that that they feel like they have something that the other team hasn't prepared for, and that you're going to try to kind of trick them in some way. Um, a theme, uh, you know, I, what we talked about was was risking it all, and and why not us? You know, a team's got to go to the NCAA tournament. Why not us? A team's got to win a state championship. Why not us? Um, and and so just trying to have a theme and trying to find a way to to motivate. Uh, risking it all is very, I think very difficult at the end of the year. Uh, I tell you why, because if you don't, uh, if you lose, you're going to be devastated and and the season's over. And if you risk it all, you're going to be doubly devastated. But if you don't risk it all, and I always talked about this when I was coaching at Chattanooga is rip open your chest and expose your heart and you're going to have to go for it. So if you don't have success, you're going to be absolutely devastated. And if you have success, then you're going to be ecstatic because the, the people that give a halfway effort don't ever reach those goals. Uh, we just had Blake Leeper and a Paralympian who is the most one of the most special people in the world speak at the Dr. Pepper Classic, and he talked about having bubble guts and your stomach hurting before uh, a big game or a big track meet for him or a big test. If you don't, if you don't have those, you probably hadn't put in the effort. You probably hadn't risked it all. So, so your goal for your basketball team come tournament play is on every possession, risk it all. So you're devastated if you if you don't get a stop, and, and you're ecstatic if you do. And if you will risk it all on every single possession and every single game, it, that's the only thing you want to do. Is it gives yourself and your team a chance. To have success, so you have to risk it all. Keep your team motivated. You know, I don't care if you. We used to bring in a bunch of videos. We would do a highlight tape of the year. We would we would find uh, my former assistant Dave Conrady when I was at Chattanooga. We would do a, a tape every single year of our team with the music of One Shining Moment, and and that was important to us. We're always trying to find some kind of edge, some kind of something. To help us through the next round, uh, and you you know however many rounds you have in your in your playoffs, that's fine. But you got to stay motivated, and you got to keep them going on, and you got to just survive in advance. But I, I think it, that's the key: is be creative and uh, motivating your kids as that tournament goes on. Um, fundamentally, uh, you, you got to stay fundamentally sound defensively. I think review, quick review. Uh, on your jumps to the ball. Uh, I I really think the defense wins uh, in in championship-level play uh, because I think, once again, as we talked about, uh, everybody gets a little tighter. Little things matter. Nothing's too little. Remember, you are win or go home. So remind them of all those little things, every possession. Uh, I, I see guys... Offensive rebounding on a free throw and a guy's outside the three-point line and runs in, tries to be the hero, and gets a violation. Uh, Those little things right there will cost you. So the little things matter. Take care of your teams doing all the little things. Confidence. You know, I think confidence comes from preparation and hard work. Uh, you got to figure out a way to give your kids confidence, whether it be come up with a couple little plays, carry yourself in a confident manner confidence wins in games in tournament play. you got to feel like you've put in enough work. I don't think you need to be practicing for two, two-and-a-half hours come February. Uh, go in there, go hard, work on your box outs real quick, work on your jumps to the ball, work on a little something. Go really physical and really hard for 45 minutes. Shoot for 15 to 20 minutes. Put in a couple of little sets and get out of there and stay fresh with your brain. Uh, and that's why I think 45 minutes, hard, hard, hard. Put in a lot of shots. Work on your free throws. It's going to come down to that anyway. Review your presso, and then get the heck out of the gym. Get out. The problem is that the sun starts coming out during tournament time and it gets to be about, you know, a nice 70 degrees in the south. And then all of a sudden your kids are like, man, everybody's getting ready to go on spring break. You got to keep them, get them outside, do something fresh, keep their minds fresh. Always have, uh, and I talked about this, always have something reliable offensively or defensively you can go to in tournament play that your kids have trust in. We ran a little set called Power. That's when it came crunch time. We always went back to whatever we felt most comfortable. Remember that. Keep that top on your playlist that you keep in your hand or your pocket come tournament time. We talk about, I used to talk about an awful lot, about dreaming and believing and and dream it and uh if some of your kids or some of your coaches have rings from previous championships bring those show them show them what's at the end of the rainbow those those rings and trophies and um but i'm just going to tell you what what drives us all is hope hope about do i have hope on winning a state championship if i have hope i'll play hard if i have hope I will believe. If I have hope, I will dream. If, I have, if as a coach, you give your team no hope, then they're not going to play hard. They're not going to do anything, and they're not going to put the effort in. Um, we've talked about rings. Talk about this, and this is very difficult, and I don't think you can do this for an entire season, but I think you can. This is your goal for a, a tournament or a playoff, is every play is the most important play. You cannot take a playoff every play is the most important play whether it be on the offensive side or the defensive side you got to give it your all if you can't like every single possession play in college we used to play four minute games in high school play two minute games or or a four minute game whatever but play those and try to win those dad gum try to win start the game with the three stop challenge you know so we're going to go out and we're gonna get three stops and and let's try to score and you know, worst comes at worst. It'll be tied, but a 0 0, but, but we may be up 6 0 or 7 0. Um, and so a, th- a three stop challenge. Short, you know, what they do is they start dreaming about winning a state championship and they forget about that they got to play the games. So play every single possession like it's the most important possession of your year because in actuality it is. One game at a time, one bucket at a time, one possession at a time. Break it down minute by minute. And, and take care of your business. Uh, the last thing I to tell you is is you may have to do some tricking, uh, trick them, trick them at the end. Uh, winning or losing at the end of the season doesn't. It, it's 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 more mental than it is physical. And you got to make sure that they believe. And you got to maybe trick them to say, man, we do this and we do that. Uh, we can pull off this upset. There is no doubt. Why not? Last time I checked when the score, when the, when the game starts, the score is zero to zero. So you may have to become part coach, part uh, psychiatrist, and, and tricking them into think, uh, boy, if, if we'll do these things, if we will defend and we'll box and we'll keep people off the foul line, then, then we're going to win this daggum basketball game. And there's no doubt. Or if you're playing somebody better, and, and listen, if we can shorten shorten the game and, and play longer possessions, they don't get this, and go back on tape and say, we take care of these four things that we didn't do the last time we played. We should have won the game by six. That is tricking them. And they're young people, so get in their brains and make sure they're thinking about positive thoughts and that they can win before that game starts and that is a confidence thing and so these are just few tips uh, that i think going into postseason play that maybe they'll help you Uh, i do think you have to prepare for it different i think you've got to back off your playing time i mean your practice time and i I think you've really got to make an effort to keep your brain fresh uh your mind fresh and your body fresh and if you'll do that and you're in a good frame of mind, and they want to still play, the teams that want to play in February and March are the teams that win. So think about that for your team. Does your team, are they excited about coming to practice? If they're dreading about coming to practice, shorten it or do something fun because the teams that are excited about playing at the end of the season are usually one that hold that goal ball up or get to cut down those nets. If you've never had a chance to cut down those nets, uh, that's the most special thing. Uh, really in coaching is to have a chance to, to be the champion at the end of the day. Hope this helps, 720 and 720. This is John Shulman. Thanks for listening.